Krogstad and Christine, a twist. Christine had gone to Krogstad to ask that he find some pretense to request his letter back unread. But, in a dramatic twist, by the time Krogstad arrives at the Helmer's house, she has changed her mind about her purpose. Last week, I suggested that rather than seeing Krogstad as some sort of mustache-twirling villain, he was a man with whom we might have some sympathy, given that his life was upended by a single false move. Here, we learn of another hardship he suffered, at Christine's own unwitting hands. He and Christine were once in love, but not only did she have to pass him over for another man with better prospects— she felt it was best to do so in a cold manner, calculated to put an end to his feelings. As a consequence, he came to the devastating conclusion that their story was not one of true love, but of, quote, a heartless woman who jilts a man when a more lucrative chance turns up, unquote. He says that when he lost her, he felt as if the solid ground went from under his feet. Christine has now come to tell him the whole truth. Even as desperate as she was, she has had doubts about whether she did right to throw him over. And finding herself now, with nothing and no one to work for, she has come to town expressly to devote herself to him. Whenever I read this play with my students, they think at first that Christine is putting on a show, that she is exploiting the fact that there was a time he would have done anything for her to manipulate him into doing her bidding now. But this suspicion is put to rest when he himself volunteers to recall the letter, and she says insistently that he must not do that. It is then that we are sure of how great a twist we are facing. Christine really was once deeply in love with Krogstad. She really has come with the hope that they might join forces together. And she really does believe that it would be best for Nora and Torvald that the unhappy secret between them be disclosed. Part of the reason I asked this question last week of whether Krogstad is a villain is that year after year my students have shown reluctance to accept this rekindled relationship. First, to believe it's real, and then, even after they accept that, to believe it's right. But I think Ibsen means us to celebrate this chance at happiness for them both, to delight in the most amazing piece of good fortune Krogstad has ever had in his life, and in Christine's re-inspired hope at having someone to work for and live for. But what are the implications of all this for Nora and Torvald? Practically and thematically. We'll have to return to that later.